back to our podcast, Living Room Librarians, with your hosts, Emily Yates and Jenny Dry. With summer approaching, we thought it would be fun to feature some more book recommendations for the months ahead. A bit later in the episode, we'll also say goodbye to the unforgettable class of 2020. The first book I wanted to recommend is The King of Scars by Lee Bardugo. Nikolai, the King of Ravka, has a problem. Ever since the Civil War that ended with him in power, he has suffered from nighttime transformations, turning into a vicious winged creature that escapes the palace and scours the countryside for food. With his claim to power already in a precarious position, keeping these transformations secret and hopefully ending them becomes his top priority. Meanwhile, Nina, working abroad for the crown, discovers a terrible plot taking advantage of the Grisha, people with supernatural powers, and must decide how much she is willing to risk to save them. This book is part of Bardugo's Grishaverse and has some characters from previous books, but it is designed to stand alone. A book I really enjoyed recently is Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Rebai. It's a National Book Award finalist and was a New York Public Library Top 10 Best Book of the Year. 17-year-old Jay's earliest and best memories are from the time he spent with his cousin June during trips his family took to their home place in the Philippines. They've maintained a connection through letters, but Jay hasn't written much recently and is devastated when he learns that the boy who felt like a brother to him has been shot to death by police in an alleged drug bust. As he learns more about the violent drug war raging in his home country, he convinces his parents to let him travel there during spring break with a secret plan to uncover what really happened to June. The next book I want to share is There Will Come a Darkness by Katie Rose Poole. In this debut fantasy novel, a secret prophecy begins to unfold as five characters share the story. Jude, a warrior sworn to find and protect the last prophet. Hassan, an exiled prince. Athira, who uses dark magic to keep her sister Beiru alive. And Anton, who is running from secrets in his past. As the Hierophant, a powerful leader determined to destroy the current order and kill people with magic abilities rises to power, the five stories intertwine as the characters race to save the world as they know it. My next book is Verify by Joel Charbonneau, author of the Testing Trilogy. Several decades into the future, Chicago is nearly utopian thanks to the work of the highly praised City Pride Department. But 16-year-old Mary Beckley is haunted by recurring dreams of the accident that killed her mother an artist who worked for the department and whose design still can be seen on structures throughout the city. Mary struggles to understand why her mom became so distant toward the end of her life, and then a stranger offers a mysterious clue that leads her to question the circumstances of her mother's death and what the government is hiding beneath its beautiful facade. One book I just finished recently was We Set the Dark on Fire by Taylor K. Mejia, and I liked it so much I've already put the sequel on hold. In the city of Medio, tradition dictates that the powerful sons of the wealthy choose two wives, the Primera, trained to be a partner in business and in charge of the household staff, and the Segunda, valued for her beauty and destined to be a mother. Danny, having just graduated from a school which teaches young women to take on these roles, is assigned as a Primera to Mateo, the son of a powerful politician. But things are complicated when Carmen, Danny's enemy at school, is assigned as Mateo's Segunda, and Danny begins to develop feelings for her despite their differences. But Danny has even more to worry about. In a society where people outside of the city's walls are oppressed, Danny finds herself forced into spying on her husband for the resistance in order to protect a secret about her birth. The book I just finished reading and loved is Frankly in Love by David Yoon. 
This debut novel's title is a play on the main character's name, Frank Lee, a high school senior in Southern California whose identity as a Korean-American complicates his life, especially his love life. Despite having an abysmal track record with romance, the amazing, funny, cool Brit means has fallen for him. But Brit is white, which presents a serious problem, not to him, but to his parents, who haven't spoken to his older sister Hannah since she fell in love with someone who wasn't Korean, a black man who she has since married. So Frank does the obvious, sets up an elaborate fake dating scheme to keep his new love a secret. A movie adaptation of the book is in the works, and David Yoon is married to YA novelist Nicola Yoon, author of Everything, Everything, which also has been made into a movie. And her book, The Sun is Also a Star, is now being adapted as a feature film as well. The last book I want to recommend is With the Fire on High by Elizabeth Acevedo. Imoni Santiago loves to cook, experimenting with flavors and spices in order to give her family and friends an experience. And finally, her senior year, a culinary elective is offered at her high school. But Imoni is balancing the challenging new class with raising her young daughter, working part-time at a burger joint, and trying not to get too involved with the new boy at school. With a culinary trip to Spain fast approaching as part of the new class, along with the end of her senior year, Imoni must clarify the path she wants to take to pursue her passion for food. By the way, all the books we've mentioned are available as free audiobooks or ebooks through Wake County Public Libraries. If you don't have a library card, you can visit the library's website to sign up for one at no cost. There's also a young adult-related virtual event you might want to check out, the Everywhere Book Fest. All of the sessions were recorded and are available for free at everywherebookfest.com. There are lots of famous young adult authors discussing their work, including Katie Rose Poole, whose book I mentioned earlier. This is the last episode in the first season of our podcast, and graduation is just a couple weeks away. For me, this graduating class has always been special because it's the one I started with when I joined the faculty at Green Hope four years ago. And although things turned out very differently this semester than I imagined, I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to get to know these remarkable students over the years. They're problem solvers, they're creative, they have a great sense of humor, and I have no doubt they'll do well in life. What struck me about our senior teacher cadets this year was how responsible, professional, and kind they were in their positions at the library. I'm disappointed that this school year got cut short for them, but I'm confident that they're ready for their next steps, and I hope they find fulfillment and joy in whatever path they've chosen. Next, we'll hear messages from Mr. Gaw, who teaches AP Computer Science and Cybersecurity and leads the Black Falcons Programming Club, and Ms. Thomas, who teaches AP Biology and Research Methods, sharing their thoughts for our graduating seniors. Gaw here. I um, really want you to know that um, this has been a very interesting time in, in history, uh, just in general, and you are part of it. And that makes your class very, very special. And I want you all to realize that you are very special, every single one of you. You're graduating this year. That's a great accomplishment. Um, and um, we're proud of you. I'm proud of you. Faculty's proud of you. Your parents are proud of you. And most importantly, you should be proud of yourselves. Um, I wish you all a very happy graduation, a great and successful life, wonderful happiness, and um, go Falcons. Hello seniors, um, a famous scientist by the name of Charles Darwin once said, it's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It's the one that is most adaptable 
to change. Most of you have adapted to the dramatic changes and challenges that we have experienced in the spring of 2020. Keep adapting and you will be just as successful in life. Best of wishes and happy graduation. Love you and miss you, Ms. Thomas. Thank you, Mr. Gall and Ms. Thomas. We wish our graduating seniors the very best, and we look forward to seeing all our returning students and our colleagues in the fall. That's our show for today. We want to thank everyone who has listened and everyone who's contributed to the series. It's been a really fun project. In the meantime, as always, feel free to reach out to us. Our contact info and lots of other resources are available on our website, greenhopemediacenter.weebly.com. Thank you.